Hi, I'm Cody Elaine Oliver. I created the popular Black Love docuseries with my husband after seeing the lack of Black people in media and entertainment in happy, loving relationships. We were actually being told there was a Black marriage crisis. So I asked Black people who were married what it takes to make their marriage work. And after more than 200 interviews, I've heard it all. So buckle up and enjoy getting the full story directly from the couples themselves. This is Black Love, The Interviews. My beginning was (laughs) elementary school because I started at a a public at a private school and then a couple years into it, my parents sent me to public school. So I was like, "Ooh, I get to go to school with neighborhood kids. And and I saw him on the second grade hallway and I was like, oh, my God, he's so cute. He's he's so cute. His little slick back hair and his black jeans. (laughs) And then, um, did I have the black? Did I have the members? Not the black. The, the not yet. No, no, no. That was that was that was like middle school. And then um, after that, I just I never had the courage to speak to him. So I let that go all the way until high school. Why you didn't speak to me? Because you wouldn't. You know, we wouldn't have dated then. Why you thought I was what? <laughs> yeah, I thought he was like one of those boys that would have made fun of me or did something like mean. that. I thought he was mean because he always had this scowl on his face. I was just my face. <laughs> I was a really sweet, sweet. Terribly mean person. I'm a gentleman. And you still are. No, I'm. That's, no, you. you I don't listen. I'm gonna say something. You, you can say some. You can say some stuff. I know how to get to somebody. Oh yeah. I saw. Okay, so that was third grade. I got kicked out of that school, and they were also oh happy to get me out. They, they called my mom. Like, hey, he is done here, and I kicked out of another school. So I hopped around from school to school. I, I was. I was a smart kid, but I was bad. I had a mouth and I liked to fight. Hopped around from school to school to school. We ended up going to middle school together. Mm-hmm. Didn't notice it then. Nope. Either. I just crept around looking at him. I was like, I was your first stalker. Real talk. For real. Um, and, and, and in retrospect, I probably saw her and she went back here in the re- re- deep recess. Nah, man. <laughs> I was a short, little fat kid with short hair. It was awful. I had pimples. I was like, I had no way I'm ever going to speak to him. Loved every minute of it. No, nope, but high but school. I had a plan, right? So, so I went I went to different high school. Went to high school, middle school, middle school. Then I got to Oak Ridge High School. It was my ninth grade year. Um, I got on the bus. And I saw this. And I was like, oh, yo, I had never seen someone so pretty. Because, you know, she looked, our neighborhood was a black neighborhood. I mean, I was the closest thing you was going to get to, like, you know, white. Or I lived four other, blocks away from She lived him. four blocks away, never noticed. Sorry. Didn't love you. Didn't notice. So I, I, I was, immediately I was struck. I was like, oh. And I had, you know, confidence. I walked right over and sat down. I was like, hey, what's up? <laughs> What's her, what's her name? And she wouldn't look at me. Mm-mm. She sat in the seat. I was 14. This would have made her 15. She sat in the seat and she just kept looking out the window. And I was like, yo, um, she was new to the neighborhood as far as I knew. I was like, yo, so um, what's your, what's your name? And she was like, oh, Katrina. And then she looked back out the window and then I said my name. And she before I said it, she turned around. I know your name. I know Cor- your name. Courtney. Courtney. Okay, now I'm bugging. Cause I had only did one show for the didn't nobody know if you if you knew that name, like you knew me, which took me back. So I was like, hey, hey what's what's up? And then she's like, mm-hmm. She looked and I was like, uh, those are those your real eyes? Those your real eyes? So like, rude. So I guess that was rude. I was just she was had pretty eyes. 
And then she wouldn't pay attention to me until I asked if she had a boyfriend. I said, well, you got a boyfriend? And that's when she said, yes, I do. You might know him, his name is David Alvarado. David Alvarado was my homie. I was like, oh, I'm gonna take you from me. This happening right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, and uh, so, you know, we, we chopped it up on the rest of the ride and I just, she smells so good and she looks so good. I was like, yeah, well, all right. And I was already plotting. I was like, man, that's me right there. And um, that's how Just kind of high and by in the hallway from then. And then me and David broke up over the summer. Yeah. Started school the next year. And I'm like. I I went up in weight class. Oh, yeah. He grew. Got bigger. And he. Still boxing, still fighting. So I got bigger. I came with the muscles and I'm walking through the thing. And I was like, "Uh, hey. Hey. I was like, oh, hey, what's up? Um, Katrina. I know your name, girl. I know your name. What's, how you doing? And she, she was looking at me and I was like, so how you and Dave? And he said, oh, we broke up. I remember her cocking her head to the side like that. We broke up, I was like, oh, what? And then later on, I saw her, we, you know, we, we went to class. No, no, this what? was the same instance. Because then same? you said, oh, why don't you go with me then? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, whatever. And then, and then what I said? Give me a kiss, see what it feels like. Right in front of her friends. I, I was so taken aback. I, I, I was like, not this type of girl. I didn't. I Hail Mary. Hail Mary. Let's see if it works. <laughs> and I was like, mm. I was like, I was like, why don't you go meet him? And then, and then she said, what? And I was like, give me a kiss. See what it feels like. And, um. So bold. She was like. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, hey, let's do it. Bet. And, um. Best when kiss she kissed, ever. Oh my God. I mean, like, when you, when you talk about, like, sparks flying, I was like. You know, but I, you know, I kept my, you know, I was like, yeah, like them lips. Ah, shit, boy. It was immediate sparks. I knew I had to have her. And that's how, that's how we, that's how, that's how we got it. Yeah. He got my phone number and that's when we started dating. <laughs> my man. <laughs> well, later that afternoon, I saw him get another uh, girl's phone number. Okay, look, in my. And I walked up and I was like, hey, <laughs> hi. And I in just kept de- walking. And like, in my defense. She was a sweetheart. She was into bodybuilding, the young lady. Yeah, this girl was like unbelievably like built for a yeah. 15-year-old girl. Well, too. So she um <laughs> she was sitting on the steps. I had just left. I, I was being kind. She was sitting on the steps. I was going to ROTC. And I was like, I walked past her and I was like, I'm on a roll today. And I thought, why she looking so mean? And I turned around and said, Why you look so mean? She smiled. I'm not mean. I was like, oh, you got the rapping. She said, Oh, I see your delts are. You working out? I was like, Delts? Deltoids? What you know about your bodybuilding? Uh, and her dad's a bodybuilder in New York. He had just moved down, so I got to talking. And then I was like, oh, you're talking. All right, well, you have a nice day. And I went on, and when I saw her again, she had, was like, hey, uh, do you want to talk to me? Like, yeah, let me get your number. Bianca. Bianca Cruz. Mm-hmm. She coincidentally married this cool dude that I know. That um, I listen to on the radio all the time. That I listen to yeah. radio, on the radio all the time. And he... He tells that story on air <laughs> about his girl. Um, and so I just, I was just getting a number, not for nothing nefarious, not for, you know. And then she just happened to walk up and she hit me and walked past and was like, mm-hmm. And then walked on. I was I like, I see you. No, 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 no. And I, I immediately left Bianca. Now I think about it in my head, what it looked like. It, it, it was like in the movie, like Bianca's talking, she's hoping we can build a rapport and I just immediately leave her. Like, I'll, I'll let you and go run after her like, hey, no, 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 no. It wasn't even nothing like that. Ain't nobody. Nothing. 
And we sit together on the bus. You know, so we sat together. Um, we, was it that, that same weekend I asked you to come by the house? Yep. 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 I asked you to come by the house and give you a massage? Hey, yes. I had, you know, um, I asked to give a massage and listen to music and kissed her a little more. You know, we weren't officially dating or anything, but she told me, she's like, you don't ask somebody to date you like this. If, if, if I had somebody to date me, I would want them to bring me flowers in something the middle of the crazy. night or something crazy and insane. So that night at about 12, 1 o'clock in the morning, I um, I hit her, she had private lines. I called, I said, hey, what you doing? Got the house, I grabbed some flowers, cut some flowers off the Navy Yard, come up and ran up to her and asked her what she was doing, girl. Right, we met on the corner. Yep. Remember, we had to get past the dog. We both were sneaky. <laughs> you know, I snuck out. She snuck out. And we started dating. And then I, uh, it was a two. I, I oh, no. It, this, it was in the beginning of, no, the end of August. You and broke up with me. Halloween. It was Halloween. Yeah, I asked her I used to marry everyone else. Yeah. At University Studios Halloween Horror Nights. Halloween Horror Nights. Well, I, because she broke up with me because of her friend. <sighs> her friend was jealous. They just wanted you, boy. <laughs> That's all it was. <laughs> but it's true. Because this here's the thing. She started dating me, and then like two weeks later, she broke up with me. So, and she knows this now. I made sure that every time, because you know, I got good peripherals, I fought. You know, I got great peripherals. I see everything going over here. So anytime I saw, I would make sure I looked the saddest, lost puppy dog. He was. And she, and I know, and I I saw her standing watching me walk. And I was like, oh, I'm about to put it on now, baby. And I just looked so sad. And then she said, hey, um, she approached me. She said, hey, can you help me with my drill? Because she had joined all the I waited too long for this. I don't care what and anybody it, else thinks. It was no, it, it, it wasn't, look, here's the funny part about it too. It was no secret that that was gonna happen because there was some other factors going into our relationship that she really, really liked. Not that I was cute or anything, I had shoulders. It was some big dude that had scared oh. her in her class. Big, big, tall dude. And, I, and the thing was, when I was a kid, I was known for jumping on big dude and breaking his face. So she came to me like, Teary-eyed, like, he said he was gonna beat me up. But what did he say? What is this dude? I he threatened to do something to me, and she was really scared in class. So she told me, "All right." So I went and did what I did, and then old boy came up to her when, when she was with me, and what he said. He just really apologized, very sincerely, and I'm like, <laughs> "What did you do?" And I never told her. I said, "It's not your business." Good. I did what I, I I did what I needed to do to old boy. And the thing of it is, he's a big boy, but he knew it was gonna happen. <laughs> so he came and apologized. And then anytime he would see us, he'd be like, "Hey, hey, how's it going?" You know. And she and that really bugged us. What did you do? So at least I knew he was gonna take care of me. Oh yeah. Oh, you know what? We forgot. You know what's the first thing she did when we started dating? Oh, she cracked me in the jaw. You that would you that was your fault. She. It was, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah uh, hey. See, you know what? The, it, okay, it was my fault. 
because I didn't expect this Me sweet too. princess to be on her P's and Q's. Now at the time I was uh, at the time I was going up, uh, uh, I was I, I was fighting flower, and um, my, I was handy, you know. And I we we said to kiss, you know, we kissed. This was before I asked her to be my my, uh, my girlfriend. So we had to kiss. I'm walking her home, and I'm like, girl, you so crazy. Yeah, you gonna do it? She clocked me. Yeah, you didn't do it with a left. You did with a right. I got which brothers. Was interesting. You know what I mean? I was like, I mean, and it it was like. That's when I knew. I was like, okay, everything, the potential of my everything is in her right then and there. No woman has ever <laughs> put her hands on let alone get close enough to clock me. And it was good. It was good, right? It was good. It was solid. Now we're going, okay, all right. That's when we found out. That was just. My dad was bold. My oh, yeah. daddy bold. My daddy bold. And he, it turns out, very similar situation with my mom and dad with us. You know, my dad met my mom one weekend. I was like, yo, I'll walk you home. She was like, they danced the night at the, at the joint. And um, he was just white, looking good. He danced like James Brown sing. Amazing singer. He was out the Marines. He was in the Marine. And um, he asked could he walk her home. They danced and stuff. She was like, no. Very next weekend, they came back. She came back looking for him. He came back looking for her. They got walk you home. Dance, a good time. Walk you home. Yeah, walk you home. Walks her home. Steps right up to the to, uh, to the to the um up oh. the steps up to the door. She was going through a divorce with a terrible person. This dude is like this. My daddy like this. They had like 62265 at the time, it was like 225. So he looked like a little man. He's like, <laughs> he's like, all right, here you go, sweetheart. Got a number, called her that night, asked her to marry <laughs> Word. Word. She, he talked, he wouldn't let off the phone, talked for hours. And then he, she said, okay, well, if you, she, he broke her down. She said, if you were still around in a year, I will marry you. Six months later, they were married. So what made you propose? At 15, because I knew she was the woman of my dreams. I knew for a fact, and when I say that, I don't say that like, oh, I was a woman of my dreams, you know, in retrospect. No, it was from, from Jump Street. My mom, um, we would have conversations. My mom always said that I had the gifts of sight, right? Because I dream about things, and they would come true. She does too. And she would talk to me about um, this girl. She said, look like you were dating a Puerto Rican. And her mother was this really, really short, short woman or Spanish or something. I don't know what she was. She was on the corner with her and the girl was crying and you got in the car and sped off. That actually ended up that happened. Like five, seven years later. Um, because I was a mother. Yeah. But her mom's four foot nine. I didn't know that when when I first saw her. But from the moment minute I saw her, she when I say the woman of my dreams is like I would have visions of like the future and like what my wife would look like and you know my ideal perfect, beautiful, you know, the physical part of it. Woman, hair, everything, and that was her. Now, I'd say that earlier when I said, in, in retrospect, maybe I saw her and she went into deep recesses of my mind. I think maybe I did see her one day and she was, I was like, oh my God. And then later on, oh, you should, oh, you're that girl, you know, not knowing it was actually the girl that I saw. But uh, she was the woman of my dreams. I wanted to be with her forever. Um, 
And I was a little mannish little boy. Oh, God. You know, I thought I was grown. I was smart. In college, in high school. I was like, yeah, you won. And we walked. We were at uh, Halloween Horror Nights. She paid for it. Well, you'd never been. He'd never been to a theme park. And I'm like, I was a kid. I went to Disney like four or five times a month because my friend's mom worked there. So I was, they were black people. And so I was theme parked out. We went all over the country, my family and I at theme parks. So I was like, oh, you, you gotta go. My parents was like, no, what, what you gonna do? You got a theme park at the house. You got a theme park in the backyard. Look at that, let's go all the way down to the lake. Don't get in the lake, but you can slide down there. That's your theme park. <laughs> my parents were. I loved it. I thought my house was the theme park until I went to a theme park, a real theme park. I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. What? I've lived right up the street from this the whole time? Yes. And they're like, <laughs> your parents have kept you in the door. <laughs> I looked around because it was a little weird. I mean, I'm a 16 year old. Tons of people 15. walking. I mean, I'm on my knees. You see a young And I'm baby. like, oh, yes, yes. Just, just, just get up, get up, get up. Look, I, I mean, I was very I'm shy. I don't, I, I, just stuff like that kind of embarrassed me. So I was very happy, but I was like, we're, we're teenagers. I was very realistic. But um, I said yes. <laughs> she said yeah. <laughs> and that was it. Right? Not knowing. Not knowing that I was going to marry her. You know, because tons of kids were like, yeah, I asked her to marry me. You know. But they don't ever get married. And if they do, they're done in a year. That didn't happen with us. I said, when I get 18, as soon as I'm able to take you down, I'm married. And um, we went through makeups to breakups from yeah. that point on. He was too young to be settled down. We know that now. I was a, you know that horse? You just figured out that he got legs to really run. They can run fast. You let them out in the wild, they run fast. <laughs> like, ah, yeah, I got the power. Yeah, that was me. I was untamed. And she was a sweetheart. That was the thing. She was so sweet to me. She's the most sweetest princess. She would get misty-eyed if you raised your voice. I loved her, but that wasn't going to keep me like it needed to keep. No. When she changed into sit down, I was like, <gasps> we, we had some real breakups to make. You know, she left me. She left. You know what she I did? did? She left me. You know she what? Left you me. deserve to be left because <laughs> you gave me my CDs back. That's called. <laughs> you're so stupid. And you know what's crazy? When he did that, I said, okay, you know what? I'm going to go to your house. And he, I didn't tell him this with my best friend. I'm like, we're going to go to his house and I'm going to get all the clothes that I bought him and the games and the game system. So I went and he wasn't home. And I, his dad let me in and he let me take all Traitor, that stuff traitors. back. He thought it was hilarious. Yeah, he thought it was hilarious because he saw the makeups, the breakups. He's like, oh, I'm going to watch him pay for that because my dad knew I wasn't going to we, she, okay, she left me. We would work. I was high strung. Like I said, I was still fighting. I had a lot of anger. I was high strung. I was angry a lot. From the age of like 15 to, to like 15 to 17. My, my, excuse me, my 15 to 17. I'm going to 18. This was, this was a big period of makeups and breakups. We were dating year and a half, two years. Mm-hmm. She left me. Like, I didn't know I was left. That was the problem. Uh-huh. I, she, was, she still would come to church with me and my mama, but I didn't know she had left me and was dating another dude. That is where I lost my mind. And I went through like a four month period where I stopped going to school. I cried to drop of a hat. I 
started working at Universal. He would sit outside my window at my apartment, like in the rain. And yeah. I come home, my, my roommate would be like, Neil is outside. And I'm like, oh, it's true. I would I sit out outside here. again. And then one time she told me, she said, okay, we can talk, come here. And she never showed up. She went to my room. I was so hurt. I was crying all the time. My parents had to sit there and watch me go through this su superbly horrible um, breakup, like heartbreak. I was just heartbroken. And I remember I, I got a job at Universal Studios. This is 17. Got a job at Universal Studios and I would, I would watch couples. I had to survey them and I would see a, a couple. And I'm like, I gotta go, I gotta go, you know? And then I finally, I finally got over it. I finally like found my way. I prayed about it. And I wrote a letter to her, gave it to her, and it was over. And then I was on the way to work and I saw the dude she was dating caught behind me. And I was like, all right, I'm, I'm about to leave. You know, and he was a taller dude, you know, since I was, you know, I already know how I like to hurt big people. It was her in the car. And she got out the car, the Universal Studios. It was something out of a movie. I got out the car ready to crack her and you know, crack the dude in the teeth. And then she got out of the car and she just stood there, looked at me and I stood there and looked at her and we just stared at each other and then we walked towards each other. And Did you read the letter at that point? No. No, she hadn't read the letter. The letter was like, I wouldn't have been there. I'm doing just fine. That song had just came <laughs> And that, that started the process of getting going back together. It was a little rocky. I ended up having to get the dude messing up. But it was a whole bunch of other stuff. They had to go involved. He ended up passed. He ended up passed out in the back of our car. And we had to drive him to his house and get rid of him. I had to get rid of him because, you know, this was mine. I took her back. And then how long later you were pregnant? You got pregnant like what, four months. Four later? months later. Yeah. <laughs> you got pregnant like four months later. She's eighteen. I was seventeen. I was still in high school. You were still. Yeah, you were still in I high school. I walk around with the little babies. They like, hey, y'all see this? Look at that. That's mine. And some of the teachers would be like. I know. you know they were like it's not gonna work you know your agent was like your career is over your career is over she was like just give it up for adoption I'm like okay we need to talk cause that's not gonna happen I lost my I was in the running for a scholarship to West Point that's yeah I I was and doing. I was supposed to go in the Air Force and we both lost that they didn't say you know you have to sign up with full custody the army will, they're not gonna pay mm -mm. your child and that education um, and I wasn't going to sign it over. So it went to another girl in there, at least two days, and she washed out after three months. Couldn't take the call. She, she was pregnant, and that's when, you know, I wasn't... I was there for her. Like, I would feed her and give her cakes and creams and cookies. Oh, you fed the heck her. out of me. But then, you know, I had a wandering eye. I was a young man. Yeah. 17, and realizing that I had those legs to run. And so then there were, like, these, these years of trying to get me to act right when... I don't, I don't know what you I'm, I'm the dude that you see in the picture with the girl. That's not me. It's not me. That's, that wasn't me. I saw you, I saw the picture. It's like, babe, that you are crazy right now. What like, where you, you got meningitis, Neil? Where'd you get that? I didn't get no meningitis. What you talking about? The doctor shot. said you had meningitis. Not me. Not me. I had a headache. I had a headache is what I had. Cause I was dehydrated. <laughs> oh gosh. Real hard. I'm dehydrated. Yeah, those were some crazy years. Yeah. And she thought, you know what? She she stuck with me. She tried to stick with me. She would break up with me. And then she finally was like, yo, I'm done. I'm done. Either we're going to go to counseling or this is done. And we had been married less than a year by this point when I finally was just like, you know what? 
if you're not gonna act right, you're not gonna go to the counseling, I can't do this anymore. Cause we got back together at 17. She had pregnant, she got pregnant with Bishop. We had him. We were trying to make a run of it, a go of it. And, and just, you know, I, I was no good. And then no, then Ethan happened. And no, then- I was no good. Then we broke up and got back together. Ethan happened. And I was like, oh, that's when I did the thing. I was like, I, so we got back together. I was like, what, 19, 18? I just say 18, we got back together. She, I, she said, you gotta come over my house right now. And I came over her house and she came out the door crying. I was like, oh, I know what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> you about to say you're pregnant. <laughs> She's like, and she does this thing when she blinks and immediately her eyes turn red and then it's water and I already knew what was up. I said, all right, that, boom, I'll be right back. I went, got every bit of change I got, actual money. Um, I went and got an apartment. I said, you're moving in with me. We're going to do this right. I'm sorry. You forget all of that. I'm here. I love you. Blah, blah, blah. And then I still messed up. <laughs> I still messed up after that. I got out of the house. I still, you know, and girls calling on the phone and stuff like that. And she's like, I ripped the phone out the wall. I was like, yeah, I don't know. That I don't know. know what's happening. What was I thinking? Like, what? I, you know, I, I, in retrospect, I think to myself, I was like, what was I thinking? You were a kid. I was a kid. You were a kid trying to play house. Girl calling the house, and I'm like, and Katrina's on the phone like, yes, you say, who are you? Who are you? And blah, blah, blah. I'm like, this is too much Cody. You robbed <laughs> No, but she was like, yo, and I was like, man, put the phone down. Put the phone down. And I yanked it out the wall. I'd be like, and then she was like. So now we ain't got no phone. Oh, so now we ain't got no phone. So now we got no phone because because you tripping. I said I'm not tripping. I don't know who that girl was that got our number that's not listed. I don't know what you're talking about. You were crazy. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and it was you know it was more makeups to break up. Oh my <laughs> god. He had so many things thrown at him and just. I became real good at dodging. Uh, at one time, look right when I got my first movie, Thailand, and I was about to leave. I walked in the the. Uh, uh, she was in my parents' room, laying down, watching TV. I walked in there. She looked at me and just threw <laughs> the remote and cut me right here. For real, for real. Like, I don't know what you're doing. She's like, no good. And I didn't do nothing at that point. I was like, and, I, and that's why it caught me off guard. I was like, hey, baby. Mm-mm. And I had to cut. I said, you just, oh my God, I got to work. And I, I ended up getting, it healed before I had to start filming. Uh-huh. I was like, it's my first movie. And was, we got into such a yeah, and a lot of it was me trying to just separate myself from him and him coming back like, no, I'm sorry. It was the typical, she kept I'm trying to leave, I'm but, trying to leave but I, can't. I love you. No, no, no. You need to grow <laughs> up. She kept, that's what she wanted me to do. We yeah. knew that the, the, the thing was there for us to be that married couple that we wanted to be. It's just, I was a hoe. I mean, I, I, and I was young and I was just like, Yeah, this was not dealt with with grace at all. I was too young to even like. Oh, she would fight me. She jumped off the bed one time. <laughs> yeah, clear, you told like, me. Clear, like four feet, like two. I was like, you know what? Because she, she was on the bed and she was like, ah, and she was yelling. And I was like, you know what? If you bad, do something. Then. Why don't you? Do no, something? you said, come on. <gasps> I said, okay. She slept at me and just ah. And I was like, what's she doing? I remember I would always laugh at it. And but, yeah. Like, Yo, you crazy. I knew inside how what he was. I knew he wanted to be a good man. But it was the thing of when and can I really wait for that? Do I love him enough to 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 do that? Cause I, I in fact I still never have I don't have his last name. 
But yeah, it was it was even when we got married, it was like, wait a minute, I don't know if it's gonna work. Should I change my last name? No, I'm gonna keep my last name. You told me you did that because of the logistics of it all. You and didn't that's tell also me. the logistics. You know what? You told me that it would take too much paperwork. But yeah, I knew deep somewhere in there that this guy was gonna emerge. Because we have way too many things in common. We are truly best friends. We laughed so much. I mean, like, we just die laughing at just random things. You know, we could, we could talk about anything. So okay. There was so much that was cool there. It was just, he got this one thing right now. Mm-hmm. Turns out, I found out later, my dad did too. I yeah. found that out much later in life. I was like, oh, my dad, who was a god, never do anything wrong. Turns out he was wrong. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And my mom laughs. She's like, oh, he oh, he didn't tell you. You didn't <laughs> You know. didn't know. Why don't you tell about this, your other daughter, Neil? Why don't you go ahead and tell her? Daddy. Yeah, but you know, this is the 80s, man. You know, everybody got outside kids. <laughs> everybody got outside kids. No, no. What's up, guys? This is Anthony Clark. And I'm Melanie Clark. And we've got some exciting news for you all. Now, most of you know us from season four of The Black Love Dog, but what you might not know is that Anthony and I have been successful life and relationship coaches for over 20 years. That's right. And we're bringing our revolutionary style to our brand new podcast, The Amazing Clocks. Every week, we're going to get down to the emotional, mental, and energetic causes underlying the lack of your success in your romantic life and in your personal life. And we'll be giving you tangible advice that will get you the wins that you deserve. Don't believe us? Tune in each week, and I guarantee you that you're going to find out right away why we have an industry-shattering 90% client success rate. So make sure to keep an eye out for our brand new podcast, The Amazing Clarks, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. I mean, and, and then another thing, too, is she did... In all fairness, keep, you know, trying to stand her ground and be like, I'm done with this. Mm-hmm. Right, I'm out. Well, oh yeah, we separated. I moved in with my mom. I, I was like, go. I'm gonna go back to school. I'm gonna become a CEO. I'm gonna move on with my life. She became a CEO. I did all that. Corrections, uh, corrections officer. officer. Yeah, in a mental ward. Sergeant <laughs> Robinson. Crazy. I, I didn't, I you know, I wasn't gonna stand for that. Because what happened, so we, we had to make up some breakups, you know. I would do right for a few months, six months, and then I'd be, And then she did this thing. And I suggest every woman do this to her man at least one time. <laughs> I came home and the house smelled like cleaning products. Oh, yeah. That story? You all right if I tell this oh, story? Oh, yeah. Go right ahead. I love this story. Because now, this is an anecdote. This is something I tell people that I know, but this is a story. I came inside the house smelling like cleaning products. She couldn't cook that well at the time. This is cleaning still products. year one of marriage. Hey, she opened the door. She was like, "Hey, hey baby." Hey. She closed the door. She locked the door. I should have noticed something when she locked it. <laughs> the way she locked it, something not, something angry about the way she locked the door. How smell like cleaning cleaning products? She lays me down right there in the middle of the um living the room, room floor. The living room floor. She gets on top of me, rubbing on me. I was like, "Baby, what's that? what's going on here? What's that? Ah, midnight? You know, it's an afternoon delight." She starts kissing me on my neck. And then she pulls up as I'm like, oh, she pulls up. Did you sleep with that girl, Danielle? What? 
did you sleep with that girl? Mm-hmm. I said, man, man, you know when a dude get really caught off, even a dude that's a play, you know, he'd be like, man. The shock you, on your face man, told you everything. Man, go on, stop, stop, stop playing. She's like, no, did you? And then she reached behind her back and she pulled out the IM messages on the computer. I wasn't messing around. But it just so happened that this former girl had came in, I am me, found my stuff at I am me. We were going back and forth. We were talking about the past. Past. Which was, see, what you do in the dark will come to the oh, light. Yeah. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow. Sin is expensive. <laughs> okay? And your boy was sinning. This was this was this was time had passed. And they were cool. They had, they were friends at one point. Mm. That's why if she ever said she's gonna it's gonna be some furniture moving. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But so she pulled up, she showed me the, the, the IMs and she said, don't you lie to me. Don't you lie to me. I got the, I pushed her off of me. I said, well, get out of here. You crazy. What's, what's, I ain't got time for this. You sound stupid. She starts going in there. She know how I love cleanliness. I don't like stuff to be break, broken. So she cleaned up everything only to go in there and start breaking stuff. Every day. Like, how you think I'm going to do it? Boom. And she starts breaking glass. I said, hey, you better, you better stop. And then I started using the man Hey, hey, stop. And she's like, what, what, what? And I grabbed her, I said, cause I, I was warned. I said, woman, and I grabbed her like this. And as I grabbed her, she hopped the loogie, spit in Oh, I forgot about that. Hold on, no, no, I didn't. That's the thing, I didn't. <laughs> she spit in my eye, boom. That immediately is a surprise attack, you know what I mean? <laughs> Surprise attack, I back up. She had a pipe or a little a piece of wood or something like this <laughs> sitting there. She knows me, she knows I'm a fighter, right? She grabs it, drops low. Bashes me on my shin. You know what? Now you're just making stuff Not up. Shin. No, no, because you hit me on the shin. She hit me on the shin. And it was my left one. Not my right one. Not the strong one. She hit me on the left. I grabbed it and she ran into her room. There's a slip floor plan like this. She ran into the room and locked the door. Now, I was upset, but I was laughing at the same time. I had gotten got so confident. Remember the same woman that gave me the jaw, the surprise jaw? She had this set up perfectly. It was all misdirection. I don't know whether you meant to have that thing there, but you hit me in the leg with that in the shit. I mean, it was in one motion. Boom, done. And left me out there like, you gonna think about this. Like, I was almost crying, laughing, and hurt. And and, and that was when we, um, you know, we, we, we got through some things. We tried to work it out. And then I ended up moving to LA. Yeah. I ended up thinking we were still together. No, she no. saw me off, gave me a little booklet. Oh yeah, I made him a booklet of pictures and everything. She moved out of, when I when I, when I I moved, she moved out of her parent house, stopped answering my phone call. It was a wrap, I had no rights. And then I was doing all right in, in LA. I was doing all, all right or something, and my cousin took pills. And, and I got my first job, and things were gonna go this way. I was like, I'm gonna show her what she thinks she is. Forget her, I'm done. And one night I had this dream, this dream killed me. And I remember that hurt. The only time that I ever felt hurt, like true hurt, and, and it was like I lost someone that was really dear to me, you know what I mean? Like my grandmother or something like that, or my brothers who passed away. Um, I had never felt that hurt for anything or anyone. I got an extremely high tolerance for pain. But when it came to this woman right here, that dream was enough to, to have me, you know, wake up, boo-hoo crying. And it was weird because I was over at another girl's house boo-hoo crying she didn't know why i went up and i remember getting up and going into the gym that night and going to work out and i was working out and still thinking about that dream so i called her the next day and she actually answered the phone not only did she answer the phone she said so what's up we talked for four hours yeah 
I was already on the plane going back. To, I, I had um, the next day after I talked to her, I had a flight back to Florida because I was gonna go see another girl because we were over. It was done. I had a little house and everything. She had a little house and everything. The kids. She was a single mom doing her due diligence. And I we talked for four hours until my phone died. And I said, when I got off the plane, she was there with two boys in the school. And uh, I was like, I didn't come back that way. Mm-hmm. Even though my stuff was out here, I lived out here. I didn't come. I had a truck still out here. She took me to her house. Had to smell like fried chicken, <laughs> my favorite. And uh, we got back together from then on. And that was like when we were 20, I was 22. 23. I was turning 22. Yep. And that's when I was a tamed horse. That's what she said. She said, you seem like a tamed horse. I like, for you, baby, okay, let's do this. That yeah. was a turning point. That was a turning point. And it, was, uh, it wasn't easy. I don't know. I feel a little bit like you were like, okay, now that I'm, I can see she, she can live without me. <laughs> I got to come back. She can't live without me. She could have, dude. She was doing just fine. She was she was doing just fine. And uh, I was even like, at one point she was dating another dude and my homie was going to go over there and see him. I had, you know, I, I'll be honest, you know, I got, I was going to handle that. Because, <sighs> no, you're not allowed. I don't care if we're not together. You're not allowed to be else. I remember when she called and she said, I'm going to call the police on you if you even mention my name. Don't come near me. She was dead serious. And that's when I was like, I gotta get her back. I know she just said she's gonna call the police, but I gotta get her back. It's just a question of one and one thing more than the other. You know what I mean? Like, I had to realize that everything that's, all the pieces of my happiness came from me. The happiest times of my life, the happiest things that I can remember, all the joy. Even when my, my, even when I was acting and my career was going better, that high that I got was still not like the high that I got in musical. We could just sit and talk. Um, so that was a, that was a turning point. It was Rocky. He had to spend as many years making up as he did. Oh, the room the pastor told us. Oh, so the pastor yeah. said, "Hey, hey, I get you coming back, and now you're working all the time. Mm-hmm. You're doing all these things right, but you got to give her. How long was you messing up? You got to give her at least that amount of time, and you doing right to get back at least." To score to zero. To I mean, home. and it was like, now you say you're going out. I'm like, please go, go, yeah. have fun. And, and then there was a time where, where it was like, where if, where are you going? If I was going, going out, she want to get that phone, you know, see what was going on. I remember, and it's so funny now because we don't, I don't have those no issues of like, where my phone, where my phone, where my phone. And remember having like being like, what if she finds out my past? You know, and that that's not a good. And then I remember turning around. Why? Why? Why would I want to put myself through that? What? What? What am I doing? It was a process of learning because I I would start coming back and forth to L.A. and you know women were trying. You know, I'm not Superman, right? I shouldn't have to. I shouldn't have to say no to all these beautiful, sexy, naked women that want my body inside this party right now. I just don't go to that party because the respect I have for my wife, because I know that that's at that party. So I stay away from stuff like that. And it makes it even, which makes me even stronger for when I am in a situation and I see some food that's going on. I'm like, man, I'm out of here, dog. Yeah. And now it's like going to rap parties and hearing how he's, 
oh my God, all he does is talk about you and his family and Neil's a great family guy. No, that didn't happen 15 years ago. They exaggerate. No, I do talk about that. I mean, you know, one of the things about like, people see our relationship and they're like, oh my God, I'm like, you don't know what it took to get here. If you knew what we had to do to get here, Hesitant. You know, you might be hesitant because a lot of people say, I would never stand for someone cheating on me. I would never stand for someone. She was with another dude. I had, you know, other women. And, you know, we, we had to. F- you never know what you can take until you have to take it. Mm-hmm. Until you want to take it. Yeah. You know, and the one thing that was cool about us is that we wanted it to work. So, even when it wasn't here it was somewhere yeah where we both wanted it to work we both wanted to stay um and i, and I just think she changed individually as well she it wasn't all neil brown doing okay she changed in a lot of ways she stopped being so argumentative so angry yeah. about you know nothing you know she stopped thinking that everything had to be this fairy tale like oh it must be perfect so here's one of her things she thought people who are in love never need to argue yeah that, that love shouldn't be this much work. I was like, I'll contrary, my friend. I'm like, what are you? First know? of all, all love is is work. It's not easy. That other stuff, that's lust, that's like. Yeah. Work. Love is is work, compromise, sacrifice, and a whole bunch of laughter in between. Yeah. That's all love. That that that, that the, the other things, passion. Lust, all that they come this the other side of it. That's just something that's primal. Love. You cannot love somebody, just love somebody. You have to learn to love somebody. Because until you're tested, you don't know what your real capacity for actual love is. Yeah. You until know. you know that person because like you can say you love this person perfectly death and all this stuff like that. And then they end up going bald you know, or going bald losing an like arm. Just, I don't feel the same. Well then guess what? You were in love. No. Because nothing should change that. I mean, you may have to wipe this person's behind eventually some someday. And you don't need to be able to blink an eye. If you love them, you ain't gonna blink an eye. You'll wipe my booty if I want you to wipe my booty. Oh, it depends on what you had to eat. <laughs> you stupid. But, you know, and that's something my dad told me that I didn't understand. And he said, if you didn't get it in 10 years, you ain't gonna never get yeah. it. So he gave me that time. And I have increasingly got it. And we have good, good blueprints for parents, even though I told you my dad. I didn't know though. I didn't know they kept it from me. No. Apparently, my parents had a lot of work to do. Apparently, they By did. By the time I came along, I didn't know about that. But to me, my parents just had a great relationship. My dad worked hard. My mom cleaned and cooked, and dad had the big piece of chicken, and it was just all gravy. I, I had no idea how much work they had done because I came ten years after the first kid. Yeah, they, she got five. Yeah, it's five, five siblings. It's five. A little four foot nine woman cheating full of fury. That's what she had to turn into. But both our parents were married for a month. It turns out they're what a month or two apart. The, the, no, the, the, the wedding, actual, the wedding day. Mm-hmm. No, it's the same month. No, it's days the same apart. year. It's days apart. Yeah, it's like they were married. They've been married the exact same amount of years and all that. It was. It was bad. <laughs> And it was a lot of fights and a lot of arguing. And we, you know, just because two people argue all, the, argue all the time don't mean they're not desperately and passionately in love. And just because two people don't argue don't mean that they are. Mm-hmm. Um, we are both feisty people. 
And my messing up gave her the right to bring out her feistiness even more. So it was just gasoline. I mean, it was like gasoline on fire and we burn hot because we love each other so much on this end. We have so much passion for each other on this end. So you know we got passion on, on this end, you know? So we're passionately in love and we're passionately in hate. I can't stand your love. You know those breakups that make us those ups and downs. You feel like, cause can't no one make me as happy as this woman. Can't or no as mad. Make me as mad. Cause boy, she can make me mad. She knows the buttons to push. And she knows when she pushes them, they really mean something. So even if she doesn't mean it, she know it'll mess my soul up for a little while, you know? Uh, being in the dollhouse, you know, I deserved it, you know? But I made it a point. I was gonna just be, and I would have to pray about this all the time and study it. Later, as, later in life, I got more diligent about, about my, my, my Bible study and, and, and just taking in as much good as I can so that I can put out more good. It was, it was a difficult process. But um, I wanted it. That was the thing. We had to always decide, okay, do we want the same yeah. thing? Because opposites attract, but similarities keep you together. Yes. So do we want the same? Are we going the same road? If we can agree on that, I can take these ups and downs, these bumps, these kicks. Because I deserve them. And she had to take a bunch of them, too. She she just, she's kind of sat down into it. I'm going to let you go through this process. I'm going to support you. The thing of it was was like coming back and forth. I was out here for three or four, five months at a time away from her. They gave her time to breathe and to, to mend and, and just focus yeah. on the, the work and focus on the children and, and vice versa. We focusing on the work and trying to get them out here. I would sit down. I would be in you know my my apartment just crying on the floor at night about just praying and crying about how bad I wanted my them to be there, how, how much I wanted to make it so that I could have them here with me. So I was like, oh, well, if I feel like that, then I got to have the capacity for being the husband that she wants and deserves and needs. Uh, but the doghouse was real. It was really real. Because everything she said was, was valid, you know? And I'm like, well, you can't keep putting me in a box like this other dude. Yeah, but I can't. the same thing. I was like, no, but I'm doing it right now. <laughs> no, that don't matter. It, it don't matter. And I was like, well, you can't keep pushing it down. At some point, yeah, you have you to. Have through a lot of prayer and she realizes all right well i'm gonna stop judging them for that and i'm gonna start looking at you and what you're doing now that was hard to do oh, but God. i did it yeah yeah because you know she you know as look you on, just the, you had to show me you had to prove yourself you had to prove myself yeah i wanted to though you know i think that that men that can't that take it unfortunately they don't have as much strength as they thought they did you know it's always easy to say you can say anything but can you take can it? you eat that can much you, shit can you eat that <laughs> whoa party mouth <laughs> can you can you eat that much shit can you like cause you know and, and is it worth it you know she isn't abusive to me I'm not abusive to her <laughs> we may get at each other and yell at each other pick each other apart but this is the same you know and we want the same thing. I also don't think you would have had like, that much money if you had to pay child support and all that. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Oh, they know it's not perfect. Oh, we have instilled that. And and also they know, don't take these relationships that you have now. So serious. Cause you're learning. Yeah. You're like, learning. Don't think you're gonna jump out the gate and be have this happen no they're like they watched us grow up too and they watched you know dad have to eat shit 
<laughs> and so they they know it's not going to be perfect. Head, yelling, and then they see me go. And then they look at me. Y'all got to know when but then they know, okay, your dad's coming home. I want everything clean. I want I want this done. Y'all gonna y'all gonna clean his car, y'all gonna wash it, wax it, and take care of your father. She put him on notice. Because that's what we are supposed to do. Yeah. Take you know, care of dad. I mean, take know, care of mom. We, we, and one of the big things they know is to just be, be cool. Just be friends. Listen, her mom and dad, they had two other daughters. These were the good husbands. They had weddings. They had, they got to have big weddings, these huge weddings, which we did not have. These were the guys that they got to give, you know, the girls they got to give, were given away. Unfortunately, my wife is not. And these men are the most horrible Horrible whores that never stopped, never got it. I was very young. I was very young. And it's a certain amount that may be expected. They're 10 years old enough. They're doing this stuff at 40. Something, you know, with their children in the house, with the, you know, in the, in this family life, and they're just horrible. And they ended up all in divorce. And he left one one of them left her for somebody else, who left her husband for him, and Crazy. just left her ass out. She's doing so just fine right now, though. She went and got her Aryan. She's Aryan, getting money, getting paid. Her life looking good. You know, she's doing just fine without being married. But you and her were sister, the black sheep. I was the black sheep. I was the one that they, even the other dudes were like, you, you, you can be an good. actor. You're, You're just going to be an actor. actor. You're going to be an actor. Really? You're from Florida. You know what? And you don't know how to treat her. And you're just never going to be right. And any problems we have is because of him. Guess who is the favorite? <laughs> oh, they can't well, get her father problem. was on his deathbed, which he did not pass away. Thank God. He told, called me and he said, you know, Neil, you're the only one that ever done me right. You're the only one that ever did my daughter right and did my family right. You did right by my wife. You did right by me. That's how he talked. <laughs> he did right by me. And I just want you to know I can I can be all right knowing that my daughter's with me. And that was the most touching thing that I could hear from that man. Because he apparently was really cold. <laughs> he had no idea. <laughs> I had no idea. He was always cool with me. It's really hard to dislike me. I mean, most times dislike me. I'm just really bad. So we cool. I mean, we just cool. You know, I'm a cool dude. So, um, you know, they got all that and they're not together. 15, 17, 20 years and they break up. My sister and her husband. No, he was, he couldn't get it together. That's what my dad said, you got 10 years. But you can make it. You can make it. I mean, you know, but you have to want to. You really have to want to more than you want to because what is it? You have to know what does that get you? What does that get you? And so you have to be more, um, you have to be more comfortable in who you are and be happy with who you are. Most of the guys that do that stuff, they're not happy with no. who they are. They're completely not unhappy. I'm Black advocating people. for not getting married at 18. Yeah, and get old. outside your box. Go out there and see what it is you like and see, but, but, but find happiness in yourself first because otherwise you're going to go after this woman and that woman because they're just little hits. Some people do it with drugs. Some people do it with women. Some people do it with both. You know, you have to be happy and like you before you can actually offer this other person anything. Anything. Because otherwise you're just offering them half of you. Trying to find something outside of the Yeah. Grass is not greener. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs>